This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. This is the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. Hello, I'm Jamie. And we're going to be coming to you not only from the 302, but now. WMLD. MLD. The, the voice of, of Hudson, Hudson Valley. Valley. I'm so terrible. I was like, what is that? <laughs> WKRP in Cincinnati? <laughs> I don't think some of our listeners will have any idea what that is. I almost didn't know what that was, but nice. Nice. Right. So we just wanted to make a quick announcement for um, everybody that's um, in Delaware and, and beyond that are listening to us. We've got the lovely privilege of getting on to a radio station out of Hudson, New York called the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio. And, and y'all should so listen to that radio station. And if you have an Alexa, you can just say, Alexa, play WMLD. Right. But the great thing about it is, you know how we don't know how to segue? Neither do they, because the other day they went from Lizzo to Randy Travis. It and was it just the happened. best thing ever. It kind of actually, I actually enjoy their programming. I fucking love their programming. I actually really do. Like, I'm like, this is amazing. They were like, oh, you could call in or you could do um, song requests through their app. And shout outs? Uh, yeah, their shout outs or whatever. And you could do, um, it was the 90s or something. And their I'm all about the 90s. on the 8s and 90s on the 9s. Yes. And I was like, it's like straight, the Weather Channel. I was going to town. I'm like, oh, Casey and JoJo. And I was like, just because I happen to be listening to the Bobby Brown channel on pandora which oh. takes me back to high school well, that is your prerogative it was my prerogative <laughs> i prerogated the fuck out of that shit yesterday um and the day before but so we are just really really excited that we get to be with you guys now and um hopefully we'll one day be able to come up and i don't know i think they said hey do you want to come to the christmas party i'm like i think you're like nine thousand hours away from us did they offer us to go yeah. to the christmas party yeah, he said, where are you guys out of again? I'm Girl. like, I was like, we're in Delaware. Like, how do you not know? By Christmas, and, I'll be made for New York. Well, I don't think it's like New York City. It's, it's kind of Hudson like. It's Hudson Valley. I'm okay with that. No, Hudson Valley is kind of like still amazing. I was looking up some of their stuff and it was it was pretty interesting. They're, it's kind of beautiful up there. So. Oh, so we could actually do the podcast like in the studio maybe. I don't know. I mean, it kind of would be nice. I guess we can always ask, you know, our, our guy, Lewis. Will we make that happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been, he was so wonderful to give us our shot, and um, we can't be any more grateful, I think. I don't know. I mean, outside and of thank just... you for everybody who tuned in. Yeah, We ended up getting, like, what, 10 more followers? Yeah, but then we lost, like, a couple. I don't know what happened. I think it was, like, those robo-followers, though, that, like, Fuck really don't guys, mean anything. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever, but um, we're just so beyond grateful that we got our little start. We have tens and tens and tens of followers. Tens! I tell you, tens! We're well on our way. We always make those jokes. Remember when we only had like 13 and you're like, if we get 15, I'm playing the lottery? Okay, you need to hit the poll now. Because not only are you skinny, but now we have 30. And unfortunately, due to... Um, <laughs> <laughs> to uh, circumstances unforeseen. Circumstances of my very large boyfriend. <laughs> I love with I live with and I I love dearly. He's not going to let me get on the poll, people. Oh my god, that and didn't you also say that you were you were having a mini funeral for something the other day? Oh yeah, can we just all have a moment of silence, please? <laughs> can we bow our heads in silence as we say goodbye to to my boobs? <laughs> what happened, Jamie? So I got my first slutty costume my first slutty halloween costume because you know we've been talking about it since day one my slutty halloween mm -hmm. i couldn't wait to get it and i ordered it online and people it fucking fit when i put it on and then i looked down and my boobs were gone <laughs> and you know girls if you try to like pull them up and fluff them up sometimes they stay mine did not mine just gave up they had little white flags sticking out my nipples. They were like, no. <laughs> little white flags sticking out of your nipples. Just they waving like, the flag. They we're were like, done. No, we have nothing for you. It's so, over. Um, it's over. We're breaking up. So thanks for the memories. <laughs> <laughs> memories. See what she did there. <laughs> See what I did? Like everybody who's friends with me on Facebook, they're like, that played out joke. <laughs> Well, it's not played out to everybody else who's not, like, your personal friend on Facebook. And it's not played out to our new friends in Hudson Valley, New York. So. Right. 
Yeah, they're all highly interested so in your breakfast. Anybody who is interested, there's a GoFundMe for Jamie Spoobs. No, she's actually there's, joking. There's not really a GoFundMe, but if somebody <laughs> that loves us wanted to make one to get me new boobs, I'm not going to turn you down. I do a lot of charity work. <laughs> this is why you're you're only going to uh, heaven above the poverty line. Yeah. If you guys listen to episode 14, Brooks she discussed heaven. yeah that um and yeah in detail. Um, you know what though. You're talking about, like, you know, going to heaven above the poverty line. You know who's not? Who? The fucking kids who keep calling in goddamn shoot 'em up threats to these high schools. Yeah, they're kids are really assholes. And what me. kills me is that usually happens, like, right around, like, springtime when kids, like, I don't want to be in school. Like, why do it now? I don't know. It's, like, already, like, they're just. How much attention do they fucking need when they know damn well they don't have. And it's so scary in this day and age where you're, like, you know, thankfully. You know, the schools take it serious. And I guess just to put it in perspective, because I sort of went on a little tangent there, my son goes to um, high school. Well, obviously, he's in high school. And last month, in September, they had somebody, you know, they had like a random threat or whatever. Actually, before they got to school. So the police were out there. They were sweeping the school. And then they had to sweep everybody that came into the school. And we live in a pretty decent neighborhood. Like, we're right by the University of Delaware. You know, it's yeah, not like, but, you know, it's not like kids, we're in the hood. But the, the kids it's just, that go to that school. So like from my heaven, <laughs> yeah, from Brookside, I know. But I mean, even like back when we were younger and we were like from the hood, we didn't like do stupid shit like that. We like, got I don't a even, lot of bomb I don't know threats. What, did we have bomb threats? We got a lot of bomb threats, but our bomb threats consisted of us all going out into the parking lot. And oh we right, all stood there while the people swept the building and I'm right, like, oh, and then we had to go back in. Yeah, like we never got like dismissed or anything. We didn't get put no. on lockdown. Yeah, and sometimes it wasn't big. You're like, woohoo, get to be out. But it's like these kids now, they can't like, it's like once a month they have it. And my poor son has already got so much anxiety and he's texting me, Mom, it's real this time. We, we're on lockdown. We're a code yellow. There's an active shooter in the school. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm flipping out. Like, what do you mean the cops are here now? And I'm like, what? And then I'm like, all right. He's just like sort of flipping out. And he's like, if you don't talk to me again, goodbye. And I'm like, oh my God, don't send your mother something like that, you freaking dramatic little brat. Like, I was so upset that he sent me something like that. Well, if you need something to hug, to relax you. Yeah, I might. Anxiety. Um, there is something on Unique. Um, it's a shopping site, I guess. And it's Pierre the Four Foot Penis Pillow. And that's how and we do segways on, on this show, people. It's now on sale. <laughs> it says, you can grab a four-foot penis-shaped pillow named Pierre, which is on sale at gift retailer Firebox. The perfect addition. Firebox. Firebox. Pierre, <laughs> the four, yeah. Firebox. Firebox. Good lord. The perfect addition to those lonely nights. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to do that. I and have look, no boyfriend this now. this girl's got like five of them, and she's so happy, and she's oh, taking Oh, she's taking selfies. a selfie. Oh, God. I don't understand. Oh, there's little ones, so I don't understand. Why did they put eyes on a penis? Like, penises aren't freaky enough looking. Oh, my God. Isn't that the Quite that possibly the, the biggest dick in the world. Jumbo Pierre will keep you warm on those long, lonely nights as long as you need him. And they also make Pierre's little buddy, and it's like three feet, three inches tall. Oh, my God. It looks like those ones that you can, like, you know when you go up for, um, what is it, like, um girls night like when you're getting yeah. ready to get married bachelor, bachelor parties party. and they have like the little jumpy ones you can like wind them up and it's like a little jumpy penis that's I love what a good jumpy of. penis yeah a little jumpy penis um <laughs> i love a good jumpy penis but apparently um you can it's 39.99 pounds 39.99 pounds okay because i i guess i don't know how much that makes in um american money oh and the comments are is there a brown one or a black one available Oh, they wanted the colors. And in a six-foot size. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, shoot. Oh, my God. And the girl was like, yes, girl, this is what I need. And she was like, and you win the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. I had this thing that I wanted to talk about, but now I can't freaking talk about it because it's stupid freaking YouTube, and it's not supposed to be freaking YouTube. This makes me so mad. Can it come with only one night? I'm asking for a friend. Oh, oh my can god! Can it come with only one night? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Oh, somebody must have one night friend. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure it's as accurate as possible for this person. Oh, um, look at this. You might like this one. 
I feel like this is right up your alley. I don't really have a segue for this, but I just know how much you like Delaware stuff. I do. I love Florida I, I mean, stuff. Florida stuff. Oh, it's Florida's even better. And Florida's even better. Well, guess what? What? Delaware and Florida collide. No. And it's, I was like, I cannot wait to give this to her. I feel like it's an early, like an early Christmas present. You just made my whole entire night. <laughs> Okay, so it was Fox News, and it was published on uh, October 9th. Ready? Uh, Delaware man chokes Walmart cashier in Florida, attempts to he- attempts to headbutt officers, police say. Oh. Oh, isn't that fun? Delawareans are like, when in Florida. And he kind of looks like Tommy. Let me see. <laughs> he kind of looks like Tommy. I was like, was it? Oh, my God. Was it like Tommy? But that's not him. Tommy, no, it's totally Tommy's not him. Tommy's way better looking, and he listens, so we better not. <laughs> he listens, does he listen? Yeah. I know. Well, Tommy used to be um, our favorite karaoke guy um, back in the day when we used to like go out and do karaoke he, all the time, and he's, he's since sort of retired favorite. away. Well, yeah, he sort of moved on, and he went on about his business and, you know, he's that kind of stuff. Now. But is he a pop-up now? Yes, he's a pop-up to a granddaughter. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. So, um, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, is that Tommy? And then I put my glasses on, I was like, oh, definitely not Tommy, but it looks like they could be related. And it's possibly, like, that sounds like something he would do. <laughs> back in the day, back right? When, back in his drinking days. <laughs> yeah, so it says a Delaware man who police say was heavily intoxicated was arrested after security cameras caught him violently choking a Walmart cashier in Florida while waiting to, in the checkout line last week. Peter McGaughrin, or Gawkrin? I can't tell. I don't know. 32 stepped around the bagging area and pushed the female cashier against the counter before he began to choke it her without provocation. Wrong. No, he, he, yeah, did it to her. So oh, that sounds a like a dirty porn, doesn't it, though? No. He stepped around and started choking her on top of the register. He's a, you're a dick, dude. You don't hit women. I, I, that was all important when I thought it was a guy cashier. No, it should I mean, not that. that that's okay. I was going to say, what do you mean I was all aboard? All aboard, choo-choo. <laughs> I'm ready to hear the rest of the story. All right. Right. Overhead security footage showed McGaughrin, or Gawkrin, or whatever, grabbing the cashier from behind and taking hold of her head between his hands just after 5.30 p.m. on October 2nd. His girlfriend, 38-year-old Jennifer Budd of Stewart, and a bystander helped pull the suspect off the woman who was subsequently, subsequently treated at the hospital for minor injuries. I was like, oh, my God. She just kind of went on and said, oh, this is what happened to me, and she kind of showed, like, what he did to her. Um... He was charged with battery, resisting arrest without violence, assault on a law enforcement officer, and battery on a law enforcement officer. He was held he in Martin County Jail on 11500 He just wanted to be able to go back to Florida. He's like, look, I like this place, and I know you don't want to come back because you're not having a good time, bud. But <laughs> I'm yeah. going to choke out this bitch, so we're going to have to come back. And next time, we're hitting Universal. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh. I got one. Speaking okay. of girlfriends. I have like a really interesting one that's starting to make its rounds over too. So when you're done, like no matter what the segue is, it's happening. Okay. So I'm I am looking at a website, yescustom.com, and you can apparently put your boy your face on your boyfriend's underwear. Oh, I haven't and, seen this around. There's, there's different like graphics. Um, but she looks like she's holding his pee-pee This in her one arms. looks like she's hugging his nuggets, and she's like, these are all mine. I'm just, it's and so warm. It's, it looks like she's hugging Pierre, but a real right. Pierre. And they come in different, you know, colors and things. Look, there's a hot dog, and oh there's God. a unicorn horn, and there's one on here. Oh, this one says, this cock belongs to me, but it's a rooster. <laughs> and it's her face on his underwear. And there was one that I saw where she's got a microphone. <gasps> oh, really? And she's like, sucking, supposed to be like his peepee's a microphone? And she's singing into the microphone. And I'm like, that's you the You should ones. get that one for those a Paco. Are, those are the ones that have to go because, you know, Paco, Paco first of all, Paco would wear them because nobody sees his underwear but me. Right, exactly. And I would make sure he ran out of clean underwear just so he had to wear that. <laughs> you don't think just, he would, he would, that would be in his normal rotation? Just once. They probably wouldn't. But only this face, your face, it says only you can ride this ride. <laughs> this one is of what you choking his chicken and his <laughs> They're hysterical. I, I wish like, you guys could see this up. you got to put it, put it up on Facebook. I'm going to post it on the yeah. Facebook page. And I'm like, please. And the reviews. Oh, my God. The reviews. Because I did see some, like, a bunch. They do have, like, a whole, like, a whole slew of them. So, these boxers exceeded my expectations. I was pleasantly surprised when they came, 
and they ship so fast, especially a customized product. They cropped my picture perfectly and perfect placement over, you know. Plus, the actual material and how the boxers are made is very nice. My husband is super picky about his undies. I figured he would actually wear them, but he loves them. He wants more. It's easy. To, they're easy to order. I will be getting a lot more gifts from Yes Custom. I highly recommend. They are a hit and a perfect gag gift for Christmas exchanges. Christmas exchanges? Like, I'm not going to get my dad underwear with a picture of my face on <laughs> Oh, God. That's the wrong kind of family. Right. <laughs> That's kind of gross. Ew. That just turned me off completely. I don't ever want to see that ad now again. Because now I'm, like, thinking about your picture on your dad's wiener. Don't say my dad's wiener. <laughs> I said on his underwear. I know, but like it's basically the same thing. You're gonna be hugging your dad's winky. Ah, what yeah, now, you? now you get to go through it too. So there you go. You're welcome. Oh, we're your seg- turn. Bitch, we're segueing. We're segueing. Okay. Speaking of dad's wieners. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we're segueing. Dad let out of prison to impregnate teen daughter and post baby shower photos. Now, see, she would appreciate those underwear. She would. <laughs> And this conversation, the weirdness that we just right. went through, like, it really is for these people. Like, I never call, like, you know how girls are like, that's my daddy. Or they'll they'll be like, yeah, I'll be like, yeah, daddy, during sex. Ew, no. I don't do that. No, that's I don't ever, ever call. Because you do call your dad daddy. Right, I do. Like, he's yeah. my daddy. He, I'm like, hey, daddy. Yeah. But also, Paco and my dad are both Davids. So, mm. I don't even call Paco David. Like, right. Because it's like, that's my dad's name. Right. But apparently, I, th- I feel like he took advantage of this little girl. Um, well, wait, was it, did he not know her that well, or did she not know him that well? Well, here's how it went down, and guess okay. where it took place. Alabama. Florida. Oh, shut the fuck up. God one, damn, why did I say Alabama? I'm sorry, Alabamian people. This is oh, from Life Daily. Okay. And it says, every child on this planet deserves at least one loving parent to raise them. Yet, while every child deserves this, unfortunately, not everyone gets one. So this little girl was, like, missing her dad, and, and they developed a relationship of, in prison where she would write him, and she'd be like, hi, daddy, and... Well, and so he, did she ever know him? No, he, he's been in and out of prison her whole life. So she never knew him at all, and so then started she, having a writing, she, sort of? Yeah, she barely knew him, like, and then she started writing him in prison, and so it goes on, and he keeps telling her how beautiful she is, and... This and that. Well, eventually he gets out of prison. Um, she found him on Facebook. They get together. And it says, soon her type, her life took a turn for the worse. She began skipping school and getting high almost every day. It turns her, her grades started plummeting. And it was obvious that the absence of her father was slowly tearing her life apart. But in the Facebook post, Griffin told, Griffin, that's the guy, told his daughter to be strong and that he would be home soon. Then on August 11, 2013, she responded. So she would be posting things like, hey, daddy, and hey, with, like, all the whys. Your little girl, show, show niece, your little girl, show niece, mm-hmm. a.k.a. baby Griffin, a.k.a. daddy's girl, hacking your page. I love you, thug. I'm out of here. Like, that's what she said to her dad. What the actual fuckerson? Yeah, so, um, he would give, you know, just post birthday for his daughter's 13th birthday, put up a little collage, and this is him. He looks like a real fucking wimp. Oh, my God. Yeah, not an attractive man at all. He looks scary. Um, Then, a few months later, he finally, he gets released. They they meet up. Um, Damn, dog's licking herself again. People were getting really (laughs) upset, like, thought the Facebook posts that they were sharing were weird. Yeah. And he ends up, he, back in jail, he gets released three years later, and it says... I love you. You have not been there for the first sixteen birthdays, but you were, but you were definitely there for the seventeenth. I enjoyed it, and thanks for the gifts. Now to them all, love you, Daddy. And then there was a surprise pregnancy. So I guess they bumped on her seventeenth birthday. What? On October twenty seventeen, the teen shared a photo detailing the great news that she was pregnant with a baby girl. Some observers on the internet began to speculate who the father of the child was, since Griffin's, Griffin was allegedly sleeping with his own daughter. While it sounded sick, it was possible that Griffin fathered his own daughter's child. Despite this, the family threw the teen a baby shower before she gave birth, and Griffin was pictured right next to his daughter <gasps> with his hand on her baby bump. What? 
Right. So the family's like, come, what? Well, they didn't know. She didn't say that he was the dad. They they, they just were like, is right. it? No, The timing be. Of, Ava's ba- ba- of Ava's birth, that was the baby, even made sense to for Griffin to be the father because it was... The, if she was three weeks old on November 8th, that would make the due date almost nine months to the day Griffin's release. However, the police would need a DNA test to charge Griffin with the crime. Lo and behold, November 15th, 2017, Griffin was arrested for incest, sexual <gasps> battery of a victim ages 12 to 17. Social media went nuts following his arrest, and so did Donna Griffin's ex-partner. She wrote Who's Donna her, Griffin? I guess that's her mom. Okay, okay. That's oh, what I was Donna! Griffin's ex-partner. That's the, his, his, the father's girlfriend. She what? wrote on her Facebook page saying that she doesn't understand how Griffin could have sex with a child, and this is nuts, sick, and unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, in other words, it seems she was alleging that the incest was true. Um, the teen even took her social media, took to social media herself to share her thoughts and address people's concern about the allegations. She said, one eight eight friend. She said, one hundred eighty eight friends request, and they keep coming. If I didn't. If I didn't believe there was a God that, that'll that get me and my family through this, y'all can talk about me all day and night, but when you speak about my child, it's a different story. I don't care what the situation is. So the charges of incest and sexual battery of the victims, 12 to 17, are still being held against Griffin. Now it's up to the justice system to determine the next course of action. The likely next step would be a DNA test to be conducted to determine who the real father is. I thought that's what they did do, and that's I why he was arrested. This article just completely it's kind of confusing because it's like right, you it kind of assume that they did yeah because they're assuming like they're not even but what would make them then i'm just why not, would why, why would they, they arrest, arrest him? him for sexual battery and incest if they weren't 100 percent sure yeah like did she admit to see this who, who wrote this fucking article fucking like asshole.com I mean, like, how dare you not give us proper information? I mean, it, was, it looked fishy, like, the way she was talking to her dad and the way he was, like, acting. He's got one of those ugly-ass grills in his face. I swear to God, I, I never want to see Paco with one of those things in his mouth. Well, I think it's interesting. I don't, I don't know who I was, what, I don't know what show I was watching, but there has been a couple of beef in recent times. And they were talking about um, between brothers, or not brothers and sisters, but specifically fathers and daughters where they don't know each other their whole lives and there's something it's some thing i can't remember what the hell they call it but there's a specific thing where you have this bond together because you know you're supposed to but there's no fatherly daughterly bond there it becomes like a lover bond right and it's but there's a specific name for it like there's an actual psychological condition for it and i cannot remember what it was but it was like fascinating like I know, all that shit fascinates me, you know, like being pregnant, don't know you're pregnant, yeah, like this I, kind of I've stuff, seen, it's fascinating I've seen to me. that one, there was a whole documentary about a girl who married her, her dad, Right. like, she just didn't, she met him through, I guess one of those genealogy tests, like the DNA test, like, oh, that's really? how they met up, and there was no father-daughter bond, but she was like, he's sexy, and boom, chicka bow bow. No like, shit. Like, there's that, and then there's these you know, brothers and sisters, siblings who meet that it happens to. Right. You know what? Can we just touch on some of that stuff just real quick, though? Because it's really interesting. Um, when you talk about, like, the gene- genealogy sites, it's interesting. Um, in my own background, um, I found out that, like, my real dad is really, like, my adoptive father. Um, and the way that I found out about that was my biological father found me on Facebook. Sure did. So, and I'm like, what, 41? You were 40 years old. 40 or 41, something like that at the time. So it was like, what? You had just turned 40. Yeah. Well, no, because it was in, I think it was in February when it happened. So I was getting ready to turn 41 at the time. So I was closer to 41 because it was almost towards your birthday um, at the time. Yeah, because it was in February. Um, I'm not going to get that phone call. Oh, that (laughs) was, it was just insane. And I mean, you know, everything worked out the way it was supposed to. You know, like I, you know, I'm, it doesn't really change anything. At first it was just like, what in the fuck? But, and I'm glad that I found out when I did later, much later in life, when I was like, I knew my parents did what they knew was best for me. Right. And as far as I'm concerned, this is where I belong. They all chose me. It's a whole different story. And not only that, but they love me so much that they were like, look, this other guy's like no good and we need to protect her from that. And she's ours. And, you know, and I know that my mother would never have done anything to ever hurt me in a million years. You know what I mean? Ever. 
and we are so tight. It's so funny. My mom and I, I'm like stuffed up my parents' ass. Like we're always together. So, but the interesting thing was, is I remember sitting down um, with Roger's stepmother and she was telling me that she found out that her father was not her real father. And it was because of the genealogy tests. And not only that, but there's like all these groups that people are joining now because the prevalence of these groups are so high that they're finding this shit out. Now, yeah, that 32, me, 32 oh, and me test is nothing to joke with. Like, they are, like, people are, they're airing all their dirty laundry just by sending it out there. I know. And I'm like, and I don't want to air, like, too many people's laundry or whatever, but um, there was one specific case that I, I learned about, and it was interesting, and I won't, like, reveal who that was, only because those groups are kind of, you know, they're, like, we need support, and I would never want to do that. But it was interesting in that apparently her parents, I mean, obviously it was a female, but her parents, many, many moons ago, were unable to have children. So it was, like, very early on in the stages of where they could do, like, in vitro and things like that. So they did this in vitro with, like, this one doctor or whatever. And, you know, she got pregnant and was, like, thrilled and or whatever. But she never, ever looked like any of the other ones. <gasps> was it the doctor? It was the doctor. Oh, my God. Have you seen and that show, Almost Family? No, but this is it's what's so, so crazy good. about it. So her family's blonde and blue, and she's brown and brown. You know, like, blonde hair, blue eyes. And she was always like, what am I, the milkman's, like, whatever. And, like, they knew, like, shortly after she was born, holy fucking shit. You know, but they were, like, just so grateful that they were able to have her, you know. And then it was one of those weird things that she, like, sort of kick-started the rest of them. So then they had other siblings. And she found out because she matched to the doctor's daughter. Yeah. That's and they're Jewish. That is literally the but show. She's not Jewish. The whole plot of the show. Almost family. Or oh, but I mean, this is like back in like the 40s or 50s. Yeah. So like they just swept all that shit under the rug. Right. There's some shit. There's like baby swaps out there and everything else now. But I'm like, oh my God. But it's just so weird because that's not even like the only one. Like they just are finding out all kinds of stuff. And a lot of it's like, that's not my real father. That's not my real mother. Not I found out I was adopted. Dad. I, I used to tell Kira that she was dropped off on the front porch by gypsies. When she hit about <laughs> 14, she was really hoping that that was true. Um, but if you've all seen, you've seen me and my sisters, we're, we're, we look alike a little bit. You guys, a it look almost, you guys are probably unlock each other's phones, you know, when they have that thing I on can, iPhones. I can unlock my little sister's phone with my face. Oh my God. See, I know, you guys so, look so much alike. So we look a little bit alike. Just a um, smidgen. <laughs> But I couldn't even fake that because I did a face swap with my dad and you couldn't tell I face swapped with my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Oh my God. You're like, oh. I just, it's just fascinating though. So it's like these genealogy things are like flipping upside down families and everything else. And not only that, but then like the people that have had like, you know, DNA that's been sitting out there and the FBI gets a hold of it and they're like, oh, you did that and everything. I mean, this is crazy. They're catching people left and right. And this is why it's so important to end the backlog because there's all these tests that haven't been tested. But then you've got these people volunteering their DNA. This is what's so neat. I'm actually glad you brought it up because I have like two really, really interesting cases. Um, One you're going to like totally love. But actually, a man just got arrested... Hold on, where the hell is it? It's so neat. Like, you're going to love this story. I had so many stories, though. I'm like, I have so many stories to tell. God, am I not going to be able to fucking find it now? So what it was was um, a woman was raped back in the 60s or 70s or something here in Newark, like where we're at. And it went, you know, unsolved for a really, really long time. And gosh, dang it, I want to find it. Well, it went unsolved for like the longest time. And then all of a sudden, they got a hit on one of those genealogy sites for something else. And somehow by like the process of elimination, they figured out it was the specific guy. And he lived somewhere in Pennsylvania, like Coats Village or whatever. So not too, too far from here, but like 40 minutes right. away, half hour. So they had to get his DNA to see if it matched this. Like, I guess back then they knew they could, they had whatever DNA or whatever. So they followed him around until he threw a cup in the trash and they got it. And that's oh, how they got his DNA. CSI, CSI it was. It was so cool. And so they actually got him and charged him with rape. But I think what it was, it wasn't rape. It was something else. It was like three letters or something they had to charge him with because they had to charge him with what he would have been charged with back then. Right. 
So they can't charge him with, you know, whatever it was now. And I can't believe I can't freaking find it. You know what? It's on my Facebook page. Um, but it was just so cool. I was like, oh, my God. They literally followed that motherfucker around. But I want to blast his name. So just give me a second so I can look this fucking shit up. Because I want to blast his name on here. Because it was so neat that they had found that. And I'm like, wow. Come on. Where the fuck is it? Why did I post so much on my goddamn page? Why do I have to post so much? Oh, I don't know. Because I'm going through a breakup, breakup. And I'm sad. And... Facebook keeps me very busy, so I'll have to think about it. Oh, and then here's this other one. Um, all right, I guess I'm not going to be able to find it. I'll find it again, and if I can remember, I'll bring it back up, because I've posted way too much bullshit, and I can't find it now. Um, but I thought that was, like, pretty cool. That and again, it was from the genealogy sites. Those are, I, I want to do one of those. I swear to God, though, I'm going to end up with, like, like, I'll end up with another half-sibling, and it won't even be another, it won't be a brother. It'll be another fucking sister, and I bet she's as crazy and as caring as judgy as Kira. Yeah, but who the hell would it have been? I don't it's know. not like your mom had an extra baby, and your dad no. was not an unfaithful person. Yes, he was. My dad was your a dad man. Your dad was? Yes, my parents were not very faithful to each other. My dad was kind of a man whore. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you would notice if your mom, like, you know, as skinny as her fucking ass is, if well, she'd yeah, have a big old think, baby belly. I don't think my mother had another baby, but I'm I know. Sure that's what I'm saying, your dad. My dad could have knocked up a couple other people. Oh, my God. <laughs> your fucking dad is going to be like, I'm not listening to your podcast anymore. He doesn't anymore. listen to it anyway. He can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, never mind, it's fine. So, speaking of cops, here is 12 foolproof ways to get out of a traffic ticket. Okay, I'm First ready. First one is, stop with the attitude, people. Just stop it. According, a traffic cop immediately decides who's getting a ticket about 99% of the time. However, an officer can easily change their mind if the, viola- if the violator is being obnoxious. When a driver <laughs> complains about getting pulled over, there's a good chance that they won't get away without a fee. Mm, yeah. Two, be prepared and courteous. So this is the thing. If some cop pulls you over, please make sure that you have your license and registrations ready. Ah. Keep, your hand, <laughs> keep your hands on the steering wheel the whole time. Only speak when spoken to. You know, normal common sense rules. Three, ask for permission. A, pe- a person may have their license in their wallet or inside their purse. After the officer approaches the window and asks for your documents, ask the officer permission to retrieve them. That make the that makes the officer feel safe, and that way they're not out there shooting up people. Oh wow, that's a good okay. one for you know. Um, flirting can get you out of tickets. <laughs> flirting, flirting can get you out of a lot of things, like a free drink or a second date. However, it's not a good idea to flirt with a police officer. You might unwillingly insult him. Bribery is just as disrespectful as offering so offering any sort of bribe can insinuate that you think the cop is immoral. Oh, well, let me tell you what. I have the biggest fucking hots for the cops. I don't know what it is. I've always had it. You could be like, I'm I want to be a badge bunny so bad. I'm generally propositioning you. I mean, why doesn't your brother just hook you up with I asked him. I asked him. I looked right at him. I said, you need to, like, you know, hook me up with one of your buddies or whatever. And he was like, no. I'm like, how rude. And he said, well, because most of them are either married or they're very, very, like, young or whatever. And I'm like, I, I don't care. Right? About the young ones, at least. Not the we married ones, because I would never do that. The but... club and the handcuffs. Uh, it's, okay. called, it's called being a badge bunny. Oh, okay. I'd like to be a badge bunny, please. Sign me up. Is there an application? Hear that, boys? Um, it's, <laughs> number five is, is do not admit to your to speeding. So don't admit it. Even if you know it, you're, they're like, do you know how fast you were going? No, you, I have no, no idea. No, officer, I had no idea. I was was I going 25 miles below the speed limit? Is that why you're pulling me over? Okay, now that's can, definitely how you're going to get in trouble, because now right. you're like, you're just a fucking moron now. You can strike up a little small talk, that can go a long way. If you engage in conversation <laughs> with an officer, there's a chance he'll emphasize with you and ask you how your day is going. If you ask how his or her day is going, treat him or her like a friend. There's a chance that the officer will treat you the same way. Oh my god, you know what? Okay, well, I do have this little thing that my brother gave me. And it says, um, officer sister on it. And it has like his badge number on it. And like, anytime I'm get pulled over, I'm supposed to like hand that to them. And it did get me out of a speeding ticket once, like right outside of my development. That's some bullshit. And you're probably not supposed to say that out loud. No, I mean, everybody has them because it's identifying you. Like if anything was to happen, they know they're supposed to contact uh, your, my brother. Like if so you're murdered, they don't want you, they don't want him there on the case. Um, I don't know. I think it's for like next of kin things and stuff like that. Like. Only, like, immediate family has them. So, like, my mom has it, my dad has it, and I have it. Nobody else is allowed to have them. So, it's, like, for if anything was to happen to me, I mean, my brother's contacted. I know what the boys contacted. is for. Don't I get one? 
I know. <laughs> but I thought that was kind of neat that they, they gave out those kinds of things. So, um, And I did actually get out of a speeding ticket with that one time because they were like, where is he out of? And I told him where, and they were like, have a nice day. I was like, bye. Uh, bye. Oh, but that's what I was going to say. Every time I see them, I'm like, thank you for your service. Can I get on top of your hood with you? Because I would really like that. Like, <laughs> Turn the siren Like, on. under my breath. Can I, what did you say? Oh, nothing. Have a great day. <laughs> if you, so, you al- number seven is seek an alternative penalty. If you do receive a ticket, the main goal is to keep the points off your insurance so your premium won't go up. If you go to court and ask for a lesser pen- penalty, tell them you will attend driving school or pay a fine. Once again, be polite, but be sure to let the court know how detrimental the ticket would be for you. Number eight, take your time getting to court. <laughs> this is Eki already. <laughs> now you're going to court to try to get out of the ticket. If you do get a ticket and plan to fight it in court, the best strategy is to lay your day in front of the judge as long as possible. Imagine how many tickets patrol officers hand out in a month. Imagine how difficult it might be to remember all the details several weeks later. Dun, dun, uh-huh. dun. Ask the officer for a warning instead. You might not get it, but it's worth a shot. Yeah, because I'll think, what are they going to do? 50-50 shot, he'll say yes, or he'll say no. You know what I mean? Number 50, 10 shot. is wave at the officer. One former Why? police officer reveals that one of the most effective ways to reduce your chances of getting pulled over in the first place is to wave. For example, if you're speeding at, and a police officer passes you in the opposite lane, you should wave at him or her. The officer may think what? he knows you and perhaps will even wave back. Or the officer might think you're acknowledging your error and will conse- consequently slow down. I think that's reaching. Um, I think that's really reaching. I don't know. That Do you want me to call my brother like and ask him? <laughs> hey, John. <laughs> hey, Can I call you real quick? Can I call hey, you on the phone? Hey, Can you Danielle's be on the podcast? Bro- hey, Danielle's brother. Um, we should. We should call him. What do you think? You want to call him? Oh, he's going to love ask this. Him? He's going to love this. Let's just call him and ask him while we're on the podcast. I'm not going to tell him he's going to be on the podcast, though. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Watch, he's not going to answer. This is going to be so embarrassing. Can you hear it? <laughs> Let's see. Of course, this is the time he won't answer the phone. Any other time, he's like, what are you doing, ass face? That's how he greets me. Or butt plug. That's his favorite, too. I love butt plug. Eh, he'll call me back. Damn it, that stinks. I really wanted to be like, hey, we're not doing the podcast. Don't speak up. But yeah, could you? Um, (laughs) Want to ask you a question real quick? Because that's kind of weird. Like, you want to wave to him going the other way? No, it actually looks like, (laughs) you're going that way and I'm over here and I'm going really fast. So fuck off. Like, that's kind of what it reminds me of. Well, do we want to talk about what we did this weekend? Oh, uh, yeah, we can. I mean, oh, is it time to wrap up already? No. Oh, we got a little bit longer. Okay. Oh, um... Well, it's, well, for us, it's Friday. <laughs> it so, is. We could talk but about for last you, weekend. it's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay, so last Friday. Yeah. Okay, last Friday, we went to Freightland. We did. And that was, I actually put it as Freightland. <laughs> my, we did not go phone. to Freightland. It was not oh like cargo, God. cargo. No, Freightland. Um, which was, was great because I haven't been out like to do anything like that in a while. Like, I don't think I realized how little I did when I was a couple. I'm like, I think I did more like in that weekend than I did like in a last that, year. It was a good time. Um, we did have fun. Hand, uh, it's $40. I think it's $60 if you want to do the VP thing, the VIP, so you don't have to stand Yeah, which I think we may probably do next time. Yeah. Because it was just. The lines the were lines, long. Um, it was. And, and it, they're going to get longer too because we went early in the season. But yeah. for those of us in Del- from Delaware, we all go to Freightland. We've been there once or twice. It's it's the closest big haunted attraction that we have. It's right in Middletown. And it was a good time. But I'm kind of mad at Freightland. Are you mad at Freightland? I am mad at Freightland. Because I wrote Freightland an email. Oh, shit. Okay. I did. Uh, I wrote them. This is what I said. I went to my our page instead of the one I wanted to go to. So I emailed Freightland. So what had happened was we were on the Hayride and the Hayride stops at a place called Lou's like automotive or something. Right. And I'm terrified of clowns. And mm. there was a clown coming towards my face and there was a clown trying oh. to sneak up behind me. Oh. And what happened I was I literally headbutted this clown in his face. 
And it was a complete accident. I was very sorry, and I kept apologizing to him, but he wasn't breaking character to let me know he was okay. Which was, like, a big deal because, FYI, Jamie fucking hates clowns. And we've talked right. about it a couple times so far. Right. And she and really does hate to, them. Like, be like, oh, my God, did I hurt you? That's to a, a clown? Deal. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, that shows, like, why you're still going to heaven above the poverty line in Brookside. So, I, I look <clears> at it, and it says, typically replies within hours, Frightland. So I, I wrote this email. Hello, we were there last night at, on October 11th, and we were on the hayride, and at the point where it stops and the two clowns come out. Well, one jumped in front of me while another was sneaking up behind me, and I didn't see him and threw my head back, hitting him in the face rather hard. It was completely by accident, but it was pretty hard. I really wanted to know if, he was, if he's okay. Could you please once again apologize for me and let me know? I would appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So they send back a little, like, automated thing and they're like thanks for messaging Frightland we try to be responsive responsive as possible and didn't want you don't want you to wait one second we'll get back to you very soon happy hauntings it's been a week like well just let it be obviously I mean he's fine I mean otherwise we'd be seeing it in Delaware online they'd be like poor poor clown clown. yeah I know right that's what it would be like but can we just talk about we went it was me our friend Dan that was on Thunder Dan Thunder Dan, who was on um, episode two and three. Yeah. Um, and you and Paco. Yeah, my love. And so Dan was nice enough to be like, all right, when we go through these things, just hold my hand. I'm going to make sure you get through here. And he totally which was. Which was nice. Like, so he was like, he was being so manly for me, like trying to help me out. <laughs> Until something jumped out at him. And scared him. <laughs> and, you know, most people, like when you scream, like I know I had like no voice because I screamed so much. I'm like, ah! you know, and it gets like real high. Dan's scream is, it was like the the i don't what the hell okay have you ever seen the movie forrest gump no i mean i've seen pieces of forrest gump you've never oh my god you're i've seen pieces of it i've never got through it there's a point where forrest gump is sitting outside of his principal's office and his mother is inside talking to the principal and he wants to kick Forrest Gump out of school because he doesn't think he's emotionally ready for it, blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, Sally Fields, who plays his mother, really wants him to stay in school. So So she goes and bangs the head guy, he right? Comes, I remember that. He comes to the house. They do their thing. Uh-huh. And he leaves. And the next morning, he, he comes back, and he's like, good morning, Forrest. And he, Forrest is sitting on his bed, little bench, and he's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and when Dan's it reminded me of... Um, it didn't? It reminded me of that? Because Dan's voice is so deep. It's so... Uh, like, it is like that. And his scream is basically... It's You know what it is? It doesn't sound like he's scared. Almost. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because most people, when they're scared, it goes up octaves. His does not. His remains the same. So it's almost kind of like... Uh. I wouldn't know what Paco's scream sound like because he did not scream through the whole entire thing. All he did was laugh at us. He, he's like, ha, 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 I'm Paco, and this is funny. Look, look at my girlfriend scream. <laughs> well, at one point we went in. Remember when we went in the one time and I lost my footing and I grabbed on to Dan because you're directly behind me and oh Paco's God, directly you, behind you. You said, oh, my God, I almost ate your ass, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one was a whole different. Oh, and my Dan God, I totally Paco, forgot about that. He was probably like, Paco what? Had to stop because Paco was behind me laughing so hard. He was like, what did she just say? I forget why I said that. Because you almost fell. You no, like, it wasn't that that time when I almost fell. The one time I'm talking about, I had grabbed onto him so hard and I pulled him back, you know, to try and catch my own fall, uh, and he went back too. So somehow I landed upright and I thought he was gonna fall, and it's completely jet, it's jet black in there. You can't see anything in front of you whatsoever. But all I know is that I was fucking knocked him completely over. I felt so bad. And then there was another time I think oh I must have tripped forward. And, you know, and he's probably, like, what, as tall as I am, yeah. if not a little bit shorter. And um, so I think I tripped forward, and that's why I said. <laughs> <laughs> he was such a, good, he was such a good sport, though, through the whole thing. He, he was did. like, he hold held, my hand. I, I got you. It's going to be just he, fine. He took the lead. Yeah, he did. Cause I, well, actually, really fucked up because the first three things, I took the lead. <laughs> you know what? But I made him do it the last couple times. I'm like, okay, you go first. <laughs> You go first. But I can say that the hayride took about an hour and five minutes, like, in line waiting. It yeah. was, like, the longest but they line. Had the but the music going, and, and it Yeah, was... they had a DJ out there, which is kind of nice, because I was like, oh, all right, singing my song. 
But it was worth every single penny. Every single penny was made on just the hayride alone because it was really long. Right, and the effects were amazing. Yes, I mean, it was really, really long. I'm like, and then they drop you off in the... the cemetery. The cemetery. And you're like, oh my God, and you all you can do is look and back. Have, and it's far away. Right, and they have real freaking tombstones. Like, they weren't like little Halloween store props. They, were, they went to the freaking... Tombstone place and was like, we need real tombstones. We gotta get some real ones here. Um, but there was one thing that I thought was pretty freaking awesome. How many parents came with like their teenage kids or whatever, and to like you know, and they would just stay and they would sit around where the food was or what happened and sit there and or a lot of them came through and did it with their kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, this is like awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I that well, remember the one girl that was in front of us that she's she had to be 15 years old and was like. I love sucking dick. Sucking dick is great. I don't have the patience. Oh, my God. I do remember that. I don't have the patience for teenagers. I know. First of all, teenagers, you stink. Second of oh. all, <laughs> like, it smelled like we acid used to be. sweat. Oh, here's my brother. Oh. Hold on. What did uh, you ask him? If you can wave him. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up? So, I wanted to ask you a question. Jamie and I read this article, and it says, like, what is it, 10 ways to get out of a ticket? Yes. And one of them the was. The last one was. Wave at the cop because Wave you at might the cat. think you know them and won't pull you over. <laughs> well, I thought it was kind of weird. So it says that if you wave at the cop because you're like going too fast one way and he's driving past the other way and you wave at him, he might think that you he knows you or he'll think or you're you're or you realize your your error and are gonna slow down. And my thought is you'd be like, uh, what are you doing? I see you doing it over there. You think this is funny? You think this is game mother flipper? And I you think, turn around and come get them. I think most cops are going to not even be paying as much attention to you as you think. And if you wave at them, they're just going to sh- be like, oh, there's a speeder. People, people wave to us all the time. If, if Like, for example, if, if we're trying to concede, we're doing it one of two ways. We're either using radar or we're using LIDAR. Either way... We already know your speed before you even have a chance to, to wave at us. So waving at us is not going to change the fact that we know how fast you're going. And like I said, strangers wave at us all the time. But does it make you of, think? Well, it's kind of weird. And see, okay, I thought right. it was weird I too. That's what we were wondering. And we thought there, it was weird. Is there an application to become a badge bunny? <laughs> uh, no, apparently not. No. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you. Are you working tonight? And where do the police oh. officers hang out? <laughs> And do your pants rip away? <laughs> are you working? No, I'm asking you to get to bed. <laughs> okay, are you uh, working early in the morning? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, I'll let you go to bed. Thanks for letting. Thanks for calling back. No problem. <laughs> All right, thanks. Bye. <laughs> your brother is like, probably he's like, oh my why god, is dear that god. Bitch always so weird to me. <laughs> hoot though seriously seriously you could definitely tell he was super duper tired because he would probably go into like and tell us a story or something that i he probably have to be like sure about it what did he say he was being very sure about up? it his voice is nice i don't know but you know my girls my brother is smoking hot and he is super single and if you would like to possibly date him you can write into straight from the net at gmail.com and you're, I will be happy. You're creating a badge bunny application. Yes, I am absolutely. If you want to write in with and send us a picture, send a picture to dear Captain Noah. Remember that. Send us a picture and your bio and your information, and, and I may love, pass it along to him. Must love dogs. I must love dogs. He's a he has a, a pity named Petey, and we love him very much. So absolutely, write in. I mean, he will fucking kill me for even mentioning this on this podcast. Just Does so he you know. Listen? No, but I mean, if somebody tells him I did it, he will be so fucking mad at me. He'll be like, God. I can get my own girlfriend. Well, you and would, he can get his own girlfriend. Right, like, but you would women, think, like, literally, he's going to beat like, him off with a stick. As soon as you were like, me and Jamie were reading this article, and he knew that you were with me. Mm-hmm. He knows we're recording. No. No, he'd probably be like, uh, He's going to figure it out tomorrow at, like, 7 a.m. when he wakes one of, up. I mean, he's tomorrow night, like, we're... what the shit? I know, tomorrow night, we're having a um, bonfire at my parents' house, and I'm sure at some point, you know... Or no, because the, the podcast won't be out until Sunday, so nobody will know about it yet. <laughs> so I got a little bit longer to go, but, yeah, he pretty much has to beat them off with a stick because he's about 6'5", and he's, like, 200 pounds, lock and stock muscle, blue eyes, he's, dark he's hair. Very he's handsome. very handsome. But he will always be your little brother. <laughs> I know. Like, when I saw him, I'm like, oh, he's still 10. 
I know. But, I mean, he's just, he's such a good guy or whatever. And you know what? He's just always so busy. He doesn't have a whole lot of time to date. You know what I mean? And I know that eventually he would love to be able to settle down and have kids. Hear that, ladies? Yes, he does. He wants to settle down. Um, but, I mean, he would probably, he's really going to kill me. I'm probably going to have to delete this part out. Because yeah. he's going to be so mad at me. Because he no, does, he's like, I don't need help. I, I can get girls if I want girls. And we he's know. like, I've met a few good girls. Danielle's like, brother, who I won't call out by name. We know that you can get your own girl. He totally can, but and he hates that I get involved. She's just being an overprotective sister, and this is just fun. So, and you're not going to hear it, and unless your mom rats us out, it's fine. It's fine. I don't know if my mom will rat us out. Somebody will rat us out, though. One of my family members will listen to it. But um, so anyway, so I guess that's it. He said people leave us all the time, and, it's and just the cops weird. think it's fucking weird. And you know what? It is kind of fucking weird. So. Uh, now I forget what we were talking about. I don't know what were we talking about. We I kind of forget too. They, how they dropped us off in the uh, into the graveyard, and you had to walk through the graveyard. And it was really far, believe it or not. But it, oh, you know what it was—the teenage parent that were there with their parents. Oh, yeah. There were and so I many was, of them. I was saying like it smelled like ass and and, yes. and dirty sweat socks, and I it was gross. So. And I was those kids. I can't, I don't have the patience for teenagers. No, there were so many teenagers. And they were But they were actually so, pretty well behaved, though. Yeah, but they like, were they so weren't... perky. And they were talking. Like, when kids cuss, it bothers me. Like, when really? kids are like, fuck, fuck, fuck. It really bothers me. Like, I'm not a fucking sailor. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you sprinkle that shit like parsley. I do. We play on everything. But when kids do it around adults, like, when I was younger. Oh, when yeah, I you were always younger, reticent of, like, who was around you. Right, when I was younger. Or cognizant, I mean. If I was at the mall and there were adults around me and my kids, my friends were like, ah, and we were cussing, I always found myself not cussing because I knew it You was didn't want them to see you. Yeah, you didn't want them like, to see you doing it. Like, what if they know my parents? Right. Like, I don't want them to know I act like that outside of them. Oh, gosh. Well, that's kind of I crazy. I mean, don't cause... get me wrong. Now I cuss around my parents like crazy now. Well, because now you're an adult. You're but like I a middle-aged woman. I did until I was like 26 or 27, and I never cussed in front of my grandparents Ever. Oh my god, speaking of my grandparents, I had to call, I called my grandmother and I told her about how we got like the radio show, our podcast on the radio show and everything. Again, we are so excited about that. Um, and she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Here, tell your grandfather. So he gives, you know, she gives him the phone and I have to kind of tell him the whole thing again too. And he was like, well, what station it's on? I'm like, well, it, it's got some bad language in it. You know, and that's when I felt about five years old and like I was going to get chastised for it. And he was like, but what about the kids who are listening to it? I'm like, well, that's why they put it on at 10. Like, we can, you know, they can get away with more at 10 o'clock. And he was like, that doesn't matter. I'm like, well, no, it's going to have to matter because, you know, I'm not going to change who I am. That's why the podcast is working because we are who we are. And whether we're potty mouths or not potty mouths or whatever it is, like, this is pretty much our authentic selves. We pretty much put it out there. So I'm not changing it for anyone. I and know. I, but it would make me sad for them to be disappointed Papa's in my mouth. dad congratulated us on the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I hope he doesn't listen to it. Because Paco is very – because I cuss a lot. I'm very inappropriate. I try to keep it very closely under wraps around Paco's parents because I know that that's just not who right. they are. So I try to keep it under wraps. Like every once in a while. Like last year we were on a road trip to a wedding. And I was we were talking about this these geese in the neighborhood. And I was like – it wouldn't move. I was like, I swear to God, that geese was a dick. And Papa looked at me like, did you just say dick in front of my mom? But I was talking, she asked, Papa's mom asked me about it, and she was like, do it. And I was like, it's a podcast. You should never listen to it. Because I don't want them to know that I cuss like that because I'm not like that around them. I know. It's not great. Well, what's going to happen when we finally do blow up? Because you know what's going to happen. Because it's just well, in our destiny. It's in the stars. If we blow up and we start getting money, I don't think the bad mu- language is going to matter. Then <laughs> I'm going to make Paco a kept man, and <laughs> they're ne- they're never going to have to work another day in their lives if we make it big like that. So there's that. Yeah, I know. Oh, because it's just interesting. Because then it'd be like, did you know that my future daughter-in-law, right? Because then you're like, if you're not married by then, all of a sudden you're now the future daughter-in-law. Right. Could you imagine? You'd be like, ha, 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 I recruited them to my cause. Oh, his parents are so sweet. His mother's like, don't lose too much weight, sweetie. I don't want you to look sick. You're going to be okay by Thanksgiving, right? Oh, <laughs> like, that is so sweet. She, she's, she kept mentioning it. She was very concerned about Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> my God. Maybe she knows something I don't know. You know what? I was just thinking, though, like, the times that when we were at Frightland, I don't remember hearing – I mean, I might have heard a couple things here and there, but I didn't hear the one where you said that she said you – know, she was like, I love sucking dick. I don't remember hearing that. Well, that's because you were behind me, and you were so a little anxiety-ridden, and 
we had just had the little spat up at the top. Mm. And you were talking to Dan, and she said it. And I looked at Paco, and I was like, did you hear that? And then I was like, did you hear that? And you were like, no, she didn't. Like, when I told you what she said, but yeah. No, I do remember, I remember it happening, but I don't remember me hearing it. I was trying to think about it, but it was really cool, though, how many parents were there with their kids. Yes. Um, um, there was a lot of young kids there, which I don't recommend. There was really young. There like, was... if your kid isn't, isn't at least 10 or 11, don't take them to Frightland. Yeah, because there was there some was younger like kids. There was, like, four or five-year-olds there, and that's not okay. That's scary. Right. Like, I don't want to hear about, like, I was combing, I was combing Facebook. I was combing Facebook because I wanted one bitch to be like, I don't know why my baby has nightmares. Oh, you were like, I can't wait to tell her all about herself. Right. Oh, that is so funny. You're so funny. That's I do that shit with, like, certain statuses people put up. I'm like, oh, I know the comment section's going to be a shit show. And I go looking for it, and I know there's going to be some, you know, crazy Nancy in there mentioning something whatever, and I always find her, and I'm like, there she is. There she is. But I go looking for her. And then I get all upset that there she is. I know. I love. Oh, I do that to myself. I love like where when people are like um, posting things with their animals and they'll like jump up behind their dog and their dog will get scared. Oh, uh, and they're like, you shouldn't do that. And That's then terrible. like everybody's laughing and then the the like people who are like, oh my god, animals are people too. Don't scare them. Oh, like, I, I know. Love, That's not funny at all. I love negative Nancy like on a on a big. Thread. Who? I'm a negative Nancy on a big oh. thread. I freaking love it. I'm like, oh my god. I read, if I see there's more than 500 comments, I'm reading through every single one. Oh my god, I know. Because I'm like, oh, it's on like Donkey Kong. Like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get my popcorn. Like, right. I'll be right back. I'm getting my glass of wine and my popcorn because this shit's going down in the comment section. Oh, I, I love that. And then do you ever save like the funny things that people like when they put the memes oh, the in? Memes? You, like I'm just here bro, for the I comment have, like, stuff. Six of them. Do you? I love them. They're like my favorite thing in the world. Like people come up with the funniest shit. So I am going to post my new favorite meme that I just. <laughs> oh my god. That I just got off one of those threads, and. Somebody said something and <laughs> oh my god, where is it? This. <laughs> oh my god, that part. Oh my god, her part. It's this girl I could lose. This, I, it's like braids. a mall. It's a it's a white girl with braids, and she's got like this huge gap and this huge part, and <laughs> it says that part dot dot dot. And I think it's hysterical, <laughs> and I'll put it up on the page so you all can steal it because I think it's funny. Oh my god. And then this one. What y'all doing in here? <laughs> Ew, listen to the way I laugh now. <laughs> oh, and I, I saved this one um, from one of the pages because I thought it was funny. How the fuck is that funny? This was about um, an animal. And it was funny. And But this what guy didn't it? think it was funny. I didn't post the whole thing. I just stole this comment. And it says, how the fuck is that funny? You're a cum, you're a dumb fucking cum sponge. What the hell? I have been waiting to use cum sponge, but nobody's pissed me off. <laughs> like, what do you mean nobody's pissed you off? Nobody's pissed the me off. The interrupts have been, like, really slow? Is that what's happening? Right. How it's dare it. these people not piss you off so you can use this thing? And then I got this one. Remember, kids, if you don't sin, Jesus died for nothing. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that stuff. I shouldn't laugh at it because I'm such a Jesus Christie at heart. Oh, we went to this wedding and Danielle was loving being in the church, man. Oh, come on. Oh, can we can we could talk about it on the next one? Because I promised Ariel we would talk about her wedding. I mean, what time is it? We gotta like wrap it up. It's 58. We're in like 58. Uh, well, so we're we'll, we'll, have, we'll talk about it on the next one. We will. We're just coming any minute now. You <laughs> <laughs> just won't hear it for two weeks. Yeah, we so coming soon, Ariel, make sure that you're tuned in. And by the way, I love you, but I'm going to need you not send me pictures of via my email, my messenger at like 2 in the morning. Oh, that's because she works at night. I was, it was like, she ding, sleeps all day. ding, ding, and I was like, somebody better be dying. And then oh. I opened them and I was like, nope, I'm just sexy as fuck. <laughs> Look at that, and it's okay. All is forgiven. All is forgiven, Ariel. Oh my God. All right, so we'll wrap it up and we will make sure that we start up with Ariel on the next one, but... Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in again. We are so excited to be able to um, 
come to you through the airwaves of the WMLD and the Voice of Hudson Valley uh, Radio. We hope that we get to have like a long relationship with you guys and hopefully we'll be able to meet you guys someday and make it up to Hudson Valley. And we're so excited to have you guys on board and hopefully we'll have some information for you soon. Um, oh, and definitely download the app. Oh. It's in your app store. Um, we're on every Wednesday at 10. That's right. And the... The radio, yes, the radio <laughs> station that does this, they are a non-profit radio station, and all their proceeds that they make go to childhood child abuse pr- prevention. So you can read the bio about it and everything on their Facebook page, but it's a really great station, and it plays really great music. Oh, and just to remind everybody, because we have like quite a few new listeners, too, that we love when you guys send us like hometown stories about things that you want us to talk about. Um, usually you can see that we like more of the funnier things, but we do go there for like the craziest shit too. So if you have stuff, please send it over to us at straight from the net at gmail.com. Send us shit people, really. Or she you, says we yeah. love it, but we haven't got anything. So if you could please just step it up and send some Well, there's emails. been a couple people that have like inboxed me things. Oh, well, fuck that. I, don't I know, but I'm like, why are you doing that? But it's kind of cool. I mean, either way, I'm like, you can do it from straight from the net at gmail.com or you can get us on our Facebook page at the straight from the net. Yeah. Uh, it's actually just straight for the net on our Facebook page. But, yeah, I mean, we always have the email, too. So if you guys have it, like, send us the link for it so we can look at it and we can see about talking about it. And remember to send in pictures of your hot cop brothers or nephews or whatever you have for Danielle. Oh, yes. And if you think you're a hot girl and uh, within, you know, the confines of the tri-state that you think you might make a good partner for my brother, my super hot cop brother, then please right. also send that information make into. Make sure you have a picture. <laughs> straight from the net at gmail.com. Make sure you have a picture, and if you have a dog, make sure the dog is in the picture with oh, you. Oh, yeah, definitely have the because dog in the picture. that's probably going to ma- get major points. No, actually, that's what's going to move things through for me, just letting you know. <laughs> and I'm just going to judge. Not if you're a good person or not, but, you know, what your dog looks like. Right. So until next time. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>